Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one podcast, where one of the hosts once hit two home runs in a Little League game, missing second base both times, only to have those both, both those home runs count because his brother was the home plate umpire and called him safe both times. I am Tom. It is the Never Worst Podcast. I am Tom Brown, joined by my brother, Tim. Yeah, uh, it's funny you bring that up. Our mother did not believe that that happened, as it's one of a few games she did not go to. And she called the manager or coach uh, at home to confirm I wasn't lying. And so that means she didn't trust you or Jack. Makes sense. She she thought That's like it. you guys on the car ride home were like, hey, let's say you hit two home runs. You miss second base both times. I don't remember that coming up in conversation, but yeah. <laughs> um, also, that my third at bat of that game, Jack called me out on a looking strike three that was way out of the zone. So if he's listening, fuck from, you. I've from what I've heard, he bailed you out twice, and it was right down the middle. So he kind of had to do it. Not how I remember it. Um. So what a weekend, Tim. Big things happened this weekend. Big things. The Red Sox signed Kike Hernandez to a two-year, $14 million deal. Watch out. Um, I'm kidding. Of course. Well, that did happen, but that wasn't the big thing. Uh, the Super Bowl set. The Chiefs will face the Bucks, which I'm guessing a bunch of people had as their preseason bet or pick. Yeah, I bet a lot of people made a lot of money this weekend. Um, well, don't sell yourself short when $15 on the over of the Bills Chiefs game. Watch out. Um, so I guess we'll start with the afternoon game. Um, I guess how I would put it is actually Green Bay lost it more than Tampa Bay won it. Yeah, I mean, it was two different games. Brady was incredible in the first half. I think Green Bay lost it on that play right before the half. Well, yeah. What, so what was that defense? I Tim, you could have put six guys to just stand at the goal line. They didn't have a timeout. There's eight seconds left with no timeouts. It made no sense. Did you see Tony Dungy called it the worst designed defense he's ever seen in his life? Like when you think of the situation, like the football situation, no timeouts, eight seconds left. That right there, basically, they're probably thinking like Brady recognized it probably and was like, Holy shit, I'm just gonna throw it deep to Scotty Miller. But if they did I think like... the plan was originally ten yard out Yeah. Kick a field goal. Exactly. And then um, Scotty Miller just happened to be wide open and they said Brady was like, This is too easy. Yeah, the um, just man coverage also playing him to do like an in route. Did you notice that he it was like, or no, not to do an out, an out. An out? Yeah, he was playing inside him. It was so you texted me, he looks so good right now before that play actually played over my TV. And I was like, oh, he must have. I thought he hit the like a perfect pass for a 10 yard out. And then the play happened, and I, 
I thought it was over then. Um, and then I really thought it was over. I mean, it was because uh, Tampa won the game. So I think Green Bay lost it in the, obviously the Scotty Miller play, but then the first possession out, Aaron Jones fumbled and the Cameron Brait not covered TD. Yeah, he was naked. I mean, Aaron Jones got hurt, I think, on that play. Yeah. I mean. I wouldn't want to go back into the game either. Um, <laughs> but so here's the thing, though. If that play, just, I mean, you can do if and buts all day long, but if they play a normal prevent defense that Brady has, that's two touchdowns. And then if the Packers just punt it, he was terrible in the second half. He probably has one touchdown. Yeah. Who knows like what happens? And then you think of it, he went seven for 14 for 72 yards, one TD, which was that great TD from what was it like the eight yard line? And he had three picks. But the Packers only got six points off the three picks. That's just not going to cut it. Yeah, that's the big thing in the game. Um, they and they intercepted Brady on like three, what seemed to be three consecutive passes. I mean, I think it was three consecutive possessions. Drop, yeah, well, it was, but you know, there was handoffs and whatnot. Right, it wasn't three back to back to back plays. But that's what it felt like. The Packers had all the momentum and just did nothing. After Devontae Adams scored, I was like, wow, I can't believe the Packers are actually going to win this. I was like convinced they were going to win, that they were going to come back because the Bucks were doing nothing. But that Devontae Adams drop, I think, in the first quarter was huge. They, when the Packer or Rodgers threw to Adams three straight plays, but on the first one, it was like the backside fade. Oh, the back shoulder. It, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they that that was that was the second possession where they got a field goal because then he threw, um, like they messed up. I definitely think there was supposed to be a pick because after the second play of that drive or of that like goal to go sequence, both Adams and Rogers, if you watch it again, scream at either Valdez Scantling or someone else because they definitely didn't bump a cornerback they were supposed cornerback. to but even on the third time rogers just missed him yeah he, he was, was going just... against the back of the end zone that yeah yeah i i mean rogers numbers are better than brady's he got sacked four times i think three in the first half um but the bucks defensive front seven is awesome yeah they were it's nasty. awesome Devin White's nasty. Levante David. And didn't um I'm blanking on his name. He had two sacks. He led the league in sacks last year. It's their defensive end. Yeah. Yeah, he had three sacks. Yeah, I no, they were nasty. They in not having Bakhtiari obviously mattered. But the weirdest thing for but, me was when the Packers got the ball back 
before the Scotty Miller play, I was like, here we go. This is going to be a touchdown. The Packers are going to lead and in- going into the half. That's what Rogers always and get does. the ball back. Yeah. Rogers breeze and Brady. That's their thing. And then both of them kind of screwed it up until Arians took the timeout on fourth down and they c- converted it to Fournette, And then the Scotty Miller play happened. Yeah, that was the best coaching decision of the day by far. Because everything that followed that was terrible. Well, yeah. So, um, we so not only did like right before the half, Rogers threw a pick, which led to the Bucks having the possession. They didn't take a timeout, so they were like rushed. It was almost like they were afraid to not convert and give the Bucks time. It it made no sense. And then obviously, the big one was the kicking a field goal down by eight. From the eight. Rodgers could have scored on the play before. So I was looking at that. He definitely could have got it closer. And um, he he said were... in the post game that he thought David had him lined up, but David was running with a crossing route. So I looked at it like I think I've seen the highlight like five times now. Every time I'm I'm like, oh no, those guys are faster and better athletes they're on the hash too and then i look again i'm like well they're both kind of covering the guy so they're probably occupied with that they'd be behind by a step i don't know i i'm not i think he would have scored a touchdown if he just sprinted to the pylon dove but he's definitely getting a first down i as it was happening live yelled run it and then he threw it back across his body and i was like what is happening to double coverage yeah it and then he said he was unsure of what they were going to do on fourth down. So that's why he did what he did. So I guess if LaFleur went into the drive saying, hey, we're going for it no matter what, that he maybe he ran would run for like four yards. Because then you could get, if you get down to like the two, you can have that Devontae Adams one-on-one matchup. And he like that slant for a touchdown yeah, but it was third and eight or third and nine. The, he could have got a first down with the oh, run. I thought it was a goal to go. No. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Never mind. That's he, so much worse. Yeah, he could have got the first down. Um, but to my despair, I think I'm in the minority here. Tom Brady is going to the Super Bowl without the Patriots. What do you what do you think? Like, are you, how do you feel about it? I was, when he was raising the trophy, I said, damn. Why didn't the Patriots give him anything he wanted? Yeah, so that's my thing, is I, like, Patriots fans that are like, no, good for him. That's weird. And then I see him celebrating, and I'm like, I'm never not going to love Tom Brady. And then, Yeah, it's nothing against him. It's just. The thing that bugs me the most is he should still be the Patriots quarterback. That's and all they probably wouldn't have they would have been bad they would have been in the playoffs so who knows well, they what went seven happened. and nine without a quarterback. Yeah. So they're ten and they five probably wouldn't be they probably wouldn't be in the Super Bowl. They'd be in the playoffs. They would have I been a wild card w- team. Yeah. I think they would have made the playoffs. Um and I think if they had gotten him back he would have said, I need someone that can catch the ball. And then they could have done something about that. Just sucks 
that they should have just like after the Rams Super Bowl just said like here is just some just retire as a Patriot. Like Kraft should have gone over Belichick's head. Yeah. Um, it's just such a kick in the nards to see when they like, you know, even if they lost in the wild card round, like the Chiefs get the bye, they lose in the wild card round, it would have been like, okay, that's but they not... probably wouldn't have. They would have put a fight up against a divisional round team, and they would have got smoked by the Chiefs this week. Yeah, which is fine. The fact I'd... that this is his ninth Super Bowl, I think. Tenth. Tenth in 19 years, and he's won 14, or he's been to 14 championships, is... It's just every every stat in the playoffs he has is ridiculous. The most ridiculous one I saw was like I get people making fun of Rodgers and Breeze saying that Brady has as many NFC championships as them. Yeah, whatever. But I saw he has nine play nine wins against NFC teams in the playoffs. And he has been in the NFC for one year. So yeah, but he is six like, of them are the Super Bowl. Right, that's the point. He's like third on the list all time for NFC <laughs> wins against NFC playoff teams. And he, that's that's the nuts thing yeah. about the stat. Um, I It's really just a matter of me personally being bummed out that he's not the Patriots quarterback. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I don't know. I think... I said I thought the Packers were going to win, and if it's crazy if you take out that like five minutes there, not even, not even. It was like a minute and a half of game time. The Packers were they played better, except for the. I mean, Brady was crisp, and they couldn't. The Packers couldn't stop the Bucks on third down. That was like. Does it say bad. anything to the fact that Rodgers hasn't won? Well, I think, like he won one year, he won three games and won a Super Bowl, but totally like he's I, gotten smoked in these NFC championship games. Yeah, I think it was like the it's the very like football nerd, I crush tape, I understand routes and coverage packages and all that shit, and I know twenty one personnel against eleven personnel, that kind of shit, where they're like Actually, if you look at it, Rodgers is the better quarterback and more talented, but Brady's more accomplished. I think that needs to stop. Yeah, Brady's just better. Right. It's nonsense that that it's like it's so like. I also never understand that. Like he's more gifted. He can make more throws. Brady's made those throws like. Maybe he doesn't make the throws rolling out that Rodgers or Mahomes makes, but he doesn't have to. No, and I urge anyone to just go on YouTube and type in Week 6 Patriots 2007 Mm -hmm. and look at arm strength and the ability to make any throw. Like, I don't know who they played that week, but they dominated. He was unstoppable. He was thrown deep to Moss. It, it's just, you get sick of him. It's like in the NBA for the last 
18 years where it's like, oh, I don't know. I think Kawhi is the best player right now. Ah, Giannis is the best player. It's LeBron every year. It's just those two guys consistently do it and people get sick of it. And I'm sick of it with LeBron because he's never, he wasn't a Celtic and hasn't been, but I'm, and I'm defending Brady because he was a Patriot, but it's the same thing. Yeah. I don't think people look like, I think it's becoming to the point where everybody agrees Brady's the greatest. Did you hear what Terry Bradshaw was saying last night? No. Before the game and at halftime, he kept saying, well, first of all, before the game, he said, I think that Tom Brady is the, maybe the best quarterback of the last 25 years. So I was wondering, is he, is he counting is he, himself? He's counting himself. Well, someone pointed out, like, hopefully at least he's thinking of Montana. That's like the only. Well, that brings you back to what, 95, 94? Yeah. I mean, so it's him and Montana are the only people I. Right? Because the yeah. Cowboys were good in 98. So he's no, not talking well, no, about the, Aikman. The Cowboys won in back to back in 94 and 95, I think. Or okay. So he is including Aikman. Yeah. Um, I just, I, it's he's just definitely like, talking about himself. That's what it, you know, that's the 70s were a tough time in the NFL and, you know, a lot of headshots. But he also got benched one of the seasons that they won the Super Bowl in the 70s. Terry Bradshaw. And they had the greatest defense ever. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, let's go to the Tim Eats Crow game. Um, did Now, did you sustain any injuries when the Buffalo bandwagon flipped over and burned and you were tossed from it with, for not wearing a seatbelt and jumping through tables? No, I was able to uh, get off at the first stop when they were up nine nothing. I said, "This isn't going. This is going too well." Like you know what, guys, I'm going to cash in my chips here. So I'm they gonna, let me out. I took I'm, my four dollars and ninety five cents. I'm going to tuck that my, back in the bank account. I'm going to go get a smart water, and I'm going to hit the hotel room and just not feel like crap tomorrow. Um, honestly, the first thing I wrote down is nothing stands out. This was just an ass kicking. Yeah. Um, the Bills didn't do anything like overtly wrong. No, they just got They're beat just by the best not, team. Yeah, the Chiefs are just... So last week, I came here in my basement with my $20 microphone, and I was talking about how Rodgers this year specifically was the best player. Like... And how easily it could be Mahomes next year, but this year it was Rodgers. Today, Mahomes was kind of like, no, it's still me. There's You're wrong, Tom. It's... <laughs> yeah, he was, he, so, hey, if Pat Mahomes listens to this podcast, great. <laughs> and that would be, I heard he does. I that would be great for our numbers. But um, he did... He was 29 for 38, 325 yards with three touchdowns. Um, And never once, I think, did they go three and out that? No, they didn't even get their first drive because Hardman fumbled it. Yeah, he fumbled the punt. So it was, Bills got a field goal. Oh, no, that doesn't make sense. Bills got a field goal. They went three and out. Then they the Bills got stopped. And then Hardman fumbled. So... After and then 
I wonder how many Bills fans were like, this is a bad omen when they missed the extra point. Yeah, that, and that that's worked. when everybody started getting off the bus. <laughs> that just is... I, I mean, Kelsey, 13 for one... 13 catches, 118 yards, two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, yeah. nine catches for 172 yards. Those... I just have to bring up one point. The Mahomes... Sucking up because of the underhanded pass. That's not like super impressive. The no, ref toss touchdown. That wasn't like you were doing that in JV. I'm just saying, like, it's not like a hard thing to do. No, it's just different. So people want to like they made it seem like that was the greatest play of the day. Yeah. They were people just want to lose their mind. Um no, the greatest play of the day. Without question, was Tyreek Hill stopping at some point and then just he he like going to yes full speed and going across the field. He made a move and cut across the field, and it was like you act. I was playing you in Madden, and you were on offense running a route, and I accidentally hit circle and changed to a different defender and started running the wrong way. And then you just kept going. He w- that was on that long run. He just subtly switched fields. It was insane. Almost got caught by, by from behind. By the way, Tim. He was like just a. Ju- What's he gonna do next? Like there. <laughs> it was. I don't know. There was nothing about that game that made me think anyone was on the same playing field as the Chiefs. They, the Bills are supposed to have this awesome defense. We're able to, should have been able to match the Chiefs. I bought all the way in on that Bills defense, too. Yeah. And then the Chiefs just went out there with a running back that hasn't played in six weeks, seven weeks, with a guy that fumbles and they're like, ah, you didn't mean it. Here, take a 50 yard end around. Here's a touchdown pass. It's, it's nuts, and it's also nuts that all these guys are getting hired without, uh, like, really talking to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, a lot of people think it's probably Andy Reid, it's his offense. Like, right. I, I think I, people look at Eric Bieniemy like they look at Belichick. Nowadays, Belichick's coaches, his coaching tree. It's like, uh, is it really Josh McDaniel's offense or does Belichick come up with it? Tim, Josh McDaniel was it Matt Patricia's defense or did was it Belichick? I think Belichick is happy to say it was Matt Patricia's defense that lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl and then the next year didn't give up any points to the Rams basically in the Super Bowl. Was it six? Um, no, I know. I get what you're saying, but if Josh McDaniels was a finalist for the Eagles job, which he didn't get. No. And then I, unfortunately, and then someone else that who, the, wasn't it something like the Eagles, the guy, the Eagles picked had never like called plays or something. Yeah. Well, the Eagles, Organization is terrible. I don't know what his name is, but Nick Serini, Sirianni. 
Um, he, I just don't. Why? Why are you going to go with Nick Sirianni? Is it just because the Chiefs are still in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs, and you like it's not college? You don't need to wait for recruiting. You can't start signing guys. Yeah, I. I don't know why he didn't get the job. Any well, I'm not even jobs. talking about the Eagles specifically, but no, um, I'm I'm saying any of the jobs that were available. It doesn't seem like any of the coaches hired were really better than better, more qualified than him. Yeah, I just, I mean, but I think it's also a belief like that. Andy Reid's coaching tree has been terrible, and a lot of people look at the Chiefs as if Doug they McDermott. have. I disagree, Doug McDermott. McDermott. So that's one. He has a huge tree. But I think a lot of people are looking at it like, okay, we don't have Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. So his his plays must be are great, but if you have two Sorry, it was Sean McDermott, not Doug McDermott McDermott. That's a basketball player. So Mahomes threw for 325. Kelsey and Hill combined for over 200. So if you don't have the pieces to run that offense, then what's the point of having Eric Bieniemy? Like, right. is he really that good, or is he just he has Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill? So maybe you take the lesser guy who's made more out of less. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm just saying like, I'm when you look at this chiefs offense for the last three years, it's just surprising. That's all. And it is surprising. I just, I'm just looking at it from the other side. Like, is it him or is it what's around? What's he's, what he's able to use. John Harbaugh. Uh, Doug Peterson, that's two Super Bowl winning coaches from the from the uh, Andy Reid tree. Ron Rivera made a Super Bowl. So don't Rivera just Rivera and Andy Reid are the same age. Yeah, but if Andy Reid has a job and then hires Rivera, that seems soft. What? That doesn't even make sense. Um, there's one last thing. Oh, so on the Bills side, garbage yardage for uh Josh Allen, like any yards he had was all garbage time at the end when they were doing prevents. Yeah, Stefan Diggs too. Six Stephon catches, Diggs. 77 yards, but it was all at the end of the game. He was at one point, they showed him, and he was like two catches for 14 yards, and then he caught two in a row. And I was like, ah, it doesn't matter. He did. You have to do something more than the fourth quarter garbage time. And the thing that has irked me the most besides Tom Brady not being on the Patriots and being in the Super Bowl today Stefan Diggs watching the Chiefs celebration is all for social media. 1,000%. Like, he, someone just did that from, what was it, like Cincinnati in college? Yeah, it was a college team, whatever. Yeah, and everyone, all I saw was like, oh, this is going to be the scariest guy in the, in college football next year. No, it's not. Because he's still just a three-star recruit No, but sh- some Diggs, shit town. Diggs doing it was just... So he can come in and say it was it's fuel. It's going to be fuel for next year, and everyone's going to buy the hype. And it's just he had an amazing year. So if he comes out next year 
and has an amazing year and someone's like, I really think it's because he watched the Chiefs celebrate. No, it's because he's a really, really good NFL wide receiver. I don't think the Bills are going to be the Bills that they were this year. I think they're going to they're they're going to take a step back. I mean, yeah, I think um, it will be interesting to see them play on the road with fans next year. I think that's something that was kind of overlooked with like Josh Allen being awesome. He didn't have to go to places with fans, and then he did last night, and they were loud. And did you know Lambo was just benches? Yeah. Wow. I couldn't like get enough of the images of the stadium. The fact that it was built like a high school stadium. Yeah, it it, it was awesome. Yeah, it's awesome, but I bet if you... I mean, like, it's probably terrible if you're an actual Packers fan and have to sit on those chairs. Yeah, it's kind of like a Fenway situation where it's like, oh, all this history, and it's like, no, it's uncomfortable, and you look at the center fielder. It sucks. So I'm sure and, they're and, like... And you can't see from everywhere. Yeah. At and, least at Lambeau, you can see everything. But I'm sure when it's 18 degrees, you're like, this isn't good. This is it's no. cold a cold metal bench, but it probably encourages you to stand up. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll probably dive more into the Super Bowl next week, but initially right now, who are you taking? I mean, it's got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think and I think the front seven of the Bucks is awesome. And now that Eric Fisher, you know, I think he tore his Achilles, they're saying. They're going to get pressure. But there isn't a single person on that team that can keep up with Tyreek Hill. Well, that's the thing. So, like, The linebackers could keep up with Kelsey, bump him, do all that stuff. But Tyreek Hill is just going to run free in the secondary. Yeah, um, I also think that Kelsey is just good enough that even though Devin White is awesome and fast, they do crazy shit where all of a sudden you're like, he's wide open. How is Kelsey this wide open? You're like, oh, well, they just even that even that touchdown pass where like Mahomes is going off the back foot and everything was flowing to the right. Mm-hmm. Like it's still Travis Kelsey. So if he's leaking out to the left, somebody should be. Well, did you know with him? He celebrated with Tyreek Hill, who was behind him, also open. Yeah. So that was, and you look at it, and he should not get that open ever. It just doesn't make any sense. And so I guess that is scheme, but it's it just no, I, I don't. It's definitely scheme. Like, the, but how those, are you? How is the defense biting so hard on every like hard man? Sammy Watkins was out. Uh, I think their fullback going out to the flat. Like, it makes no sense that you are biting so hard on this, and Travis Kelsey can just be standing there naked. Damn, it's just like the little blue route when you're playing Madden. It's a little delay. He's. I, I get it's a delay, but <laughs> no, I, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why he's the I best think... tight end in football. I don't care if he 
sits there for six seconds before he goes out for his route, you should have somebody just watching him. Yeah, and maybe David, that's going to be David and White's job, but then watch out for CEH. I just think he's overrated. I do too. I think so too. Outrageous. But I think if the opportunity arises where they're so worried about Hill, Hardman, and Kelsey. Yeah, you could have a huge game. Um, But Mahomes' foot looked fine. His brain looked fine. And it's only a three-point game. I get that, but I don't know. That seems low a little bit. I know it's Tom Brady. I get it. I know the guy. been watching him since I was like 11, 12. I got great payouts coming up. On the If the Chiefs win, I get $625. What, when did you make that bet? I made it halfway through the Bucks game. What were the for the Chiefs? Yeah, it was plus 135. I'm not quite sure what that means, but Huh. That seems And then then so I bet on all four teams to make it to the Super Bowl and then you can pull your money back and I pulled those dollars to put it on the Bucks. So if the Bucks win, I get 350. This is still all house money. Tim, I feel like you're going to owe someone so much money because <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing. I'm not very good at gambling, but no one's I'm gonna, good at ga- well, I'm going to win like odds makers that set the line. I'm going to win a decent amount of money. The house is good. The house is good at gambling. Um, I'm going to win a decent amount. So, yeah, next week we can talk more about the Super Bowl. I just. I still I still sit and stare out my window while I'm driving to work and back. Think about Tom Brady. How he used to look so good in the blue, the red, white, and blue. He can't have that second half in the Super Bowl, but he's probably not gonna because it's fucking Tom Brady. Well, I don't know. He didn't look good against the Saints either. Yeah, but he, he's going to just like, it's going to be like... The thing is, is I think the Chiefs have the weakest defense out of the Saints, Packers, and Chiefs. So he might look good. Unless... And it's going to be every sports movie you've ever seen where the guy just bottles it up and lets it go for one last time. Oh, you're talking Vince at the end of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, throws that 70 yard pass. Uh, What's the Um, guy in the rookie? Dennis Quaid in the rookie. He strikes him out. Tim, you only talk about movies with Kevin Costner and Dennis Quaid. Those are the only movies you watch. Costner's been in sports movies too. We want to talk draft day? We'll We'll bring draft day up before the draft. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll have to watch it. Chadwick Boseman, RIP. Um, I don't think he's in draft day. He's the he might be the linebacker. He, he's the quarterback. Uh, so do you want to you want to talk Celtics? I saw you added that to the uh, little show sheet here. Uh, yeah. So I missed. So I watched the first Philly Celtics game. Yeah, seven a.m. repeat. Mm-hmm. Embiid 
they have nobody. The Celtics have nobody to stop a big man. That's good. Yeah, that first game was really frustrating to watch. In the fourth quarter, the Sixers had 25 free throws and the Celtics had five. I can't. And Embiid had like 20 of them. Yeah, I know. So then the next game. No, it must have been more than that because Embiid shot 21 free throws. Then the next game, he they didn't call it as much. He still dominated. Still scored 38. But the Celtics didn't have Tatum. They didn't have their team. I mean, that team know, is not going to guard Embiid, but it changes everything. Yeah. Um. Well, that's kind of the point I wanted to make is, A, the Celtics don't have anybody to guard him. But they still kept both games close for not having their best player. Yeah. Um. And then that game last night, one of our cousins in a uh, group chat, I thought it was very funny, called it a bloodbath. Things got That's ugly ex- quick. That was exactly what it was. That was. And Kemba looked awesome. Yeah. That's what you, you know, you want to take teams like that and just beat the shit out of them. That's what you want to do. Why is why are the Celtics playing at nine o'clock tonight? Don't they know what people have I saw jobs? that and I was confused. But you know what? They'll still be on at 7 a.m. <laughs> um, so I'm not like I'm pumped. Tatum comes back tonight, but he's not going to play with Kemba because Kemba's out back to back double header. But I'm excited to see the team together. It's going to take a minute for Tatum to get back. Like, yeah, well, maybe it won't. I don't know. It does it like right now. I mean, the Bulls aren't that good, so maybe this is like the perfect game to get him back. But Jalen Brown is incredible. He's a monster. Yeah. His last four games, he's averaging something like 33 points or something. Yeah, he scored 42. I mean, he's. And that he had, I think it was he had 33 against the Cavs in 19 minutes. First player ever. I saw that stat. First player ever to score more than, I think it was 25 in less than 20 minutes of playing time. Yeah. Um, someone pointed something out. That is, in fact, a record, but Clay Thompson scored 37 points in a quarter once. So, it, the stat is for, like, overall playing time in a game, but... But, yeah. thirty. I mean, it's still amazing. And the Cavs look... Like the O's. He also scored what Clay Thompson scored sixty something on nineteen dribbles that game. Yeah. But anyways, Jalen has been the like the best thing about the team this year. He's averaging twenty seven points. Who like who would have guessed that he would have in all right, hold on. I'm on basketball reference here. Let's get the whole so in the last five games, hold on, trying to get fancy here for a sec, Tim. All right, last five games, he's averaging 30 points a game, 29 points a game. And if you take out that Orlando, anyways, it's just, I didn't expect him to be this scorer. I thought he was always no. just going to be like their, their defensive stopper. And add 
maybe 20 points a game. And now he's a legit threat with tons of moves. And his shot is going down. That was always like the thing the past two years is like he would shoot and you'd be like, ah. But now it's falling. Yeah. And it's not just from the corner. Yeah. Like that. He drove to the hoop and did like a shimmy and then took a fall away and it went in. And it was like, he's hitting everything this year. Yeah. So if you get him and I'm most excited for the season to go along them to kind of get their groove, but most importantly for Marcus smart to be the fourth scoring option. He, I would want Marcus smart to be like, yeah, I mean, like, cause you have to, so all the rumors are, they have a huge trade exception. I don't know if you want to talk about it next week where we can do like the, trade possibilities yeah we could do that because right now a lot of talk is the magic want to trade gordon and vucicic vucevic vucevic and they have a 28 point 25 or 28 million dollar trade exception so they can get somebody big they need a big man yeah uh, Drummond, I guess, is going to be a buyout candidate. Nope. You're he, not a Drummond was, guy? No, he was terrible yesterday. He's always put up good rebounding and okay scoring on shitty teams. It, I, want, it, no, I don't want my big man to score. Rebound and play defense. Kim, if he's a if he's an offensive wasteland, why not just keep Tyson Tristan going? Yeah. Would you want Gordon? Aaron Gordon? Eh. I don't know. Vucevic. Um, Vucevic is who you want. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone else out there. I actually think I heard someone else. Um, Miles Turner? Yeah. I wish they, that I trade, wish they made that trade. Yeah. That would have been great. Um... Yeah, someone like Miles Turner, I guess. There's not a complete zero on offense. Because even last night, they were... Tice, Tice scores, though. I don't think Tice is as bad as some people seem to think. But I he doesn't get any calls. And that totally kills him. Yeah. Because then he's just out of and, the game. And with- he flails. Looking for calls. I mean... Yeah, but even now, like... I, I mean, they're hometown announcers, but like Gorman and Scal just point out like, okay, that's on, there it is. It's on Tice again. Like, it's just getting ridiculous. Uh, but I don't know. They play the Bulls after we're done recording, so I guess we won't miss any of it. But, well, you'll be in bed or something or watching some I don't know what that what was that logging show you liked? Logmire. Netflix. Yeah. Check it out, everybody. No free ads. Um, yeah. You can pay us. <laughs> Netflix, give us some of that money. Um I did have one last football oh, thing. Yeah, what? Lot of heat on the staffer to the Patriots this week. Yeah, well, they got they asked for the 
the split, a mutual split there. But hey, why not Aaron Rodgers? Because that's fucking dumb. He doesn't. He doesn't know his future. That's great. He's also thirty-six. Uh how old did, the, is the guy that he just lost to? Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady. <laughs> I know, Tim. Tim, I know. Give me Stafford. They say they want the first pick. Is would you do Stafford for number fifteen? Hmm. Um, you're getting a lineman. Or well, where's Trey Lance going? Eight. Are you in play for Trey Lance? So now you want to trade up? Belichick's never traded up. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't. I like Stafford. Belichick's been good when he's had first early first round or mid first round picks. And I'm not against like they get a tackle. That tackle is going to be their tackle for ten years. Him. That is not. That is just not a need right now. So, I know that's where your heart is, but they need a quarterback. Or if they get, you're a, not getting what the quarterback if you want. They get a veteran 15. quarterback. They need a wide receiver. They don't. Don't they have two young good tackles? And cannons yeah. coming back. They're, the tackles are okay. Him. I'm not. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going <laughs> to. Not going to discuss offensive line, early draft picks with you right now. Okay. I personally am trading the 15th pick for Matt Stafford. Then I'm signing a wide receiver. I guess that's that's not a bad play. That's what you do. But does Matt Stafford want to come here now that Matt Patricia's back? Matt Patricia is what what are they calling him? He's in just he's he's a floater. He's covering everything. Great. I heard on the radio this week at work that all of a sudden he's a offensive mind. That's what the pencil's for. <laughs> okay. That see that's where the confusion was. They had an offensive the- mind as the defensive coordinator. Okay. So, uh, okay. Well, there, but, that was the hang-up. But what does Stafford care if Patricia's there? He's not going to talk to him. He's going to talk to McDaniels. Can't get a head coaching job. Another head coaching job. He did have one. Um, I would take Stafford. I said that, I think, in the very first episode of this podcast. For the 15th pick. Yeah, especially like if Trey Lance is going to be a top 10 pick and they're probably not going to be able to trade up for him, then yes. There is a lot of good quarterbacks I don't, available. I don't want the, the dweeb from BYU. Zach Wilson? Ugh. Yeah. No. Can't trust anybody over there, a bunch of Mormons. Exactly. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe next week we can, we'll talk about the, oh, actually next week I might, might talk to Jack. Jack's coming on. Uh, Yeah. Well, I haven't mentioned it to him, but I think I'm going to, and we can uh, dive into some Red Sox talk. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll send you some articles. I'll dust up. Yeah. That's why, that's why I was going to say I was going to bring Jack in. Um, and I'll see you on the hardware. 
hard wa- hard water on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's not too cold, but I think it's going to be like eight degrees. It's going to be a cold one. Hope the ice holds. We got moonshine. Oh, I'm all of a sudden. I think I have other plans. Um, but all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Neverwears podcast. Uh, thanks, Tim. All right. Bye. Bye.